They say the world can be hard, cruel, and ugly. Trust me, it gets worse if you're hungry and thirst. Doesn't push you from position, last place to first. Can't build a foundation without having feet in the dirt. So I put in the work, grind harder than most. I don't chase accolades of the living, I'm facing a ghost. That's what makes me the GOAT. Depending on who you ask, my brother, whatever task. Got it covered like a mask, guaranteed they can't see me at the open run. Cause I cook competitors until they look well done. Don't act like you don't know where I held from. I had to climb up out the trenches, sit on benches, throw my time and come. Don't be mad at the player, be mad at the game. Sneak this in the hating, that's a flag on the play. Me falling off, huh? That'll be the day I'm like, bolt in the race, leave the track, flan bay, it's the open run. You're now listening to the sounds of the Open Run Special Edition, the 2022 NBA Eastern Conference Preview with my man Ryan Antonio Henry, a vested representative of the BTH crew below the hardwood on the press network. We are press.net along with the Open Run with Will Strickland. Ryan, what's good? You know, just kicking it, just waiting. We got seven or eight, eight. Eight days left till a new NBA season, so I'm I'm excited, and and we're about to talk about the home team, at least uh, on my end. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna tell you straight out. No, I'll ask you actually before yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Could this be the toughest division in the NBA this year, the Atlantic Division, when you have teams like the presumptive NBA champion Brooklyn Nets, you have the New York Knickerbockers, you have the Philadelphia 76ers with or without Ben Simmons. You have the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors. Could this be the most competitive and toughest division in the NBA? Yeah, 100%, because you have about three or four teams that have basically shared the Eastern Conference crown over over the past decade. You know, none of these teams have dominated their the division uh, more than like maybe three or four years i would say boston dominated this division for years because in the past five years they've been to the eastern conference finals three times and with that young core that's still there those same guys for the most part we have jason tatum who is a star and one of my favorite people in the league and jason and jalen brown along with a new coach who has championship dna ime udoka who uh, was on the the uh, Spurs bench for years? Mike Budenholzer finally won one. He was on the Spurs bench. He's part of the the pop tree. Yeah, and so is Udoka. So I don't know. I like what they have in Boston, man. You know what? That's my surprise. That's mm. actually my surprise team. The Celtics have an opportunity right now to be the surprise in the Atlantic Division, mainly because of. What's happening with the Philadelphia 76ers? Um, mm. That situation, obviously, with Ben holding them hostage, or who knows, they actually might be holding Ben hostage. It's it's it, a fluid situation. As a matter of fact, it's <laughs> Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> we don't know who who is really um, um, holding ransom on 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 each other because his money is in escrow right now and it's it's dwindling. But you have that Sixer situation. You have. The Nets vaccine situation. You have so many teams where it's like things aren't really clear. So with the Celtics team, like you said, Jason Tatum, rising star, just looks to get better uh, year by year. You have uh, Jalen Brown, who you've quoted as the the glue. 
The glue? He's the glue. Along He's with Marcus glue. Smart, who got his bag. You know, again, you have a core identity. Mm-hmm. When you have Brad Stevens move up to the front office, Danny Ainge moves out, and you have those core guys who are going to lead you. And, of course, one of the best nicknames in the game, the Time Lord, Robert Williams III, getting his time up front. Now that there's no more Daniel Tice, there's no more – none of that. He's there doing his thing. Yeah. It, him in the middle right now. They brought back Al Horford. Who should have never left. Another glue guy is going to help them. I mean, is his age and not playing last year, is that going to be something we see reveal itself in the court? He's not going to do anything to hurt you. I'll say that much. Right? And if you have a mentor in Al to help Robert Williams, who's a rising star in this new NBA. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't say rising star. He's a rising player in this NBA Hold because on, of man. what he can do. Yeah. Roll to the rim, catch the ball way above the rim, dunk, block, block, block. shots yeah. all day, rebound all day. You're going to have guys who are going to score already. So if you have defense and you have the scorers and Jalen Brown, who's one of the best defenders in the league as well, Marcus Smart, one of the best defenders in the league as well, and all a great all-star. And Jason Tatum, you have some parts there to work with. And and that's why they're in my surprise because I feel like the the Nets and the Sixers are are busy taking all all, all the the spotlight right now that no one's really counting Boston to be to be that elite team anymore. But well, I'm I'm about to get maybe I get a gold star this week because uh, my surprise in the Atlantic is a team that people say I'm too harsh on, the Toronto Raptors. All right. They still have core guys from that championship team. It was just two years ago. Let's be clear. 2019 was not that far away. Nope. And you still have Fred Van Vliet, who earned his bag in that finals. Pascal Siakam, who scored 32 points in his first NBA All-Star or NBA Finals game, is another core guy who says now he feels like he really has the keys to the car, even though last year he kind of shit to bed with that. He wasn't the guy. This year, apparently. he has to prove he is the guy. Yeah. Right? Along with you're getting a guy in draft that everybody didn't necessarily want in Toronto, but he's showing and proving that he's a part of the identity and the culture. You must, in Masai Ujiri, you must trust. Even though Bobby Webster is the GM, Masai gets all the heat, right? And all the love. So I think that when you look at Scotty Barnes coming in, who brings something to this team that they probably didn't have before. You can say OG Ananobi brought that to them, but I don't know. I think he's better than OG Ananobi, to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, you're right. They're Raptors, and I looked at, I looked down the roster. I'm like, we've never had a player like this before. The the attitude, the energy. You could say JYD, Mo Pete, fan favorites, mm-hmm. but the the attitude from the moment that they said he was drafted to the Raptors, where he put on the hat. Flew to Toronto, kept the hat on, made his way right outside Scotia Bank to say hi to fans. Like, I, I, I just don't see it. That right, hat going on the real jerk. Yeah, I mean, he was rolling around the city with Cardinal, official. He's rolling around <laughs> with Drake. Like, he was about that life. He's yeah. like, I'm in. I'm here. Yeah, and it, and it extends just beyond that. Kyle Lowry was synonymous with our our intro. It mm. was. You know, he's walking through, you can say Jurassic Park with all the Raptor players just on the mm. floor. He's trying to get them up. He's trying to get them energized. We saw that early in the preseason game with, with Goran Dragic, just shaking mm. him, trying to get him to wake up and say, hey, you're here, you're with us. This this is what we need you to do. Even though the rollout of the tunnel was was people 
Like he's just he's just it. Right. And he doesn't bring it all on the statue. You're not gonna see 25 points from this guy that quick. You're gonna see a bunch of uh steals. You're gonna see blocks. 17 points, nine rebounds, three steals, four assists, two like he's gonna be that guy that fills the stat box. And uh, again, yeah, what I, I see there with, with Barnes and also with Ananobi. And you have guys who have a certain attitude. Again, you have to create that culture. And I think they're a part of that culture in the reboot, not the rebuild. Besides, they want to call it that. Yeah. In the reboot there, I think what they really have is a, a gem and precious as Chimwa uh, in the middle. Um, I think he's the big the man they were looking for. I think he's not an afterthought. I well, mean, people he, thought he was an afterthought. In he was trip. good enough for them, for Miami to draft him. And they had Bam Adebayo already because they saw what he could do. True. A versatile big man who can play inside and out. He's going to develop his game more in Toronto than he did in Miami. Yeah. Okay? You're going to see more from him, and it gives him a chance to move Kim Birch to the bench. He's not a starter in the NBA. No, no disrespect to Kim Birch, but he's not a starter in the NBA on a quality team like this. And they're probably, for lack of a better term, the worst team in the division, the Raptors, and it's a quality team. Think about that. So – what I see for Nick Nurse, the schemes he can utilize with guys who are defensively minded as these guys are, you're going to see Gary Trent make a jump this year. That's Gary Trent Jr. because his dad played in the league as well. And what they're going to get from Fred, I mean, Fred Van Vliet, always steady, steady Freddie. That kind of calm demeanor and that the, the veteran guys who were there before and Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan trusted this guy, his advice when he was a rookie. Now he's the veteran. He's going to be the leader in that way. And I think they're going to be – they're not going to be easy out any night, no. whether it be in this division, in the conference, or throughout the league. Especially back home in Scotiabank. Mm, mm. So let's talk about the so-called cream of the crop in this – division uh let's start in philadelphia the city of brotherly love <laughs> i don't know not right now no well actually nah. not ever they mm. boot santa, they boot santa claus so no yeah but santa no. claus ain't real it's like the internet we're the <laughs> dave Chappelle. yeah but um in philadelphia whether ben simmons is there or not they have a quality playoff and championship-level team. Not a championship team, championship-level team. You have a guy who was MVP candidate in Joel Embiid. You have one of the best perimeter defenders in Matisse Thibel still on that team. You have a veteran leader in Danny Green, the three-time NBA champion Danny Green. You have one of the top three-point shooters in the league in Seth Curry, Doc's son-in-law. You bring in Andre Drummond, which uh, I don't know how much that's going to make a difference off their bench. And I'm looking at them like, does Ben Simmons, do they? I, I look at this team. You know what I look at this team like right now? Because Tyrese Maxey, this is your life. I look at this team like the Australian Olympic team. If Ben Simmons played for that team this past year, they don't medal, which is crazy to say a guy that talented as a multiple-time all-star. Defensive Player of the Year candidate, one of the best defensive uh, uh, perimeter defenders in the league. Doesn't help the Australian team win the medal. Patty Mills did so. Joe Ingles did so. Yeah. 
I don't know if they have the same movement. They don't have definitely don't have the range of shooter with Ben Simmons out there. Nope. So is it the same thing? Absolutely not. So I don't know. Um, Philadelphia is going to compete, but I think they're going to be a step away, a step away until they make a trade. I think there's always going to be a thorn in their side yeah. until they figure out what they're doing with Ben Simmons. But imagine him walking back in that locker room. No. What if he comes yeah. back? He says he's not going to come back, but again, that's a lot of money to look. Look, Andrew Wiggins said oh, it was either this or or lose my money and not play basketball. He said he didn't say anything about the money, but in order to play basketball in the NBA, they pay you for that. Yeah. He knows how much money he's making. Yeah. So I don't care what you say about oh yeah, change oh religion in the way. Oh okay. <laughs> so again. Somebody's going to make a decision about all that money that Ben Simmons, he's not sitting on it like that. And we see this, again, Ben Simmons is not a, he's not Milt Palacios or Tony Allen or those guys who got caught up in the health benefits um, scam that they tried to pull. But still, the money is the money. And when the cheers stop and the checks stop coming, but you still want to have the same lifestyle, that changes your perspective a whole lot. There's... A big unknown with the Sixers. Do I still think, regardless of Ben being there or not being there, they're still a playoff team that's in the top four to top five? Yes. I think Joel Embiid has proved that he, to be honest, could be argued as the best big man in the league. Yes, there is the Joker, who is the reigning MVP, but he was right there before injury, uh, battling alongside him for that honor. Um, I feel the Sixers are, are very formidable without Ben. And maybe you can even say subtraction, maybe might actually be able to get a better addition. Exactly. So I don't I don't hate it, but until that saga is put to bed, I can't put them with the nets and the bucks yet. Well, can the same thing be said about the Nick or the 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 um the Knicks or the Nets, I should say. Because we're gonna talk about the Knickerbockers in a second. Yeah. I really want to leave them to la- the the nets to last, but this is kind of where the conversation is going, exactly. because the same distractions in a different realm, of course, yeah, has been a distraction for the past year and a half. Whether he's taking sabbaticals or personal days, whatever the case might be, from work, could that have been the difference between them making? The- Everybody's talking about the one inch in Kevin Durant's toe on that line against Milwaukee being the difference, but imagine if Kyrie's out there playing. Who knows? Bucks, Giannis might be asking for a trade right now. <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? So at yeah. the end of the day, they still have some things to deal with there in Brooklyn. And now with the, the laws, the anti-vac or the, I guess, the vaccination laws in not only New York City, but also in San Francisco and now in L.A., if this guy misses out on 45 games this season, he's not Elgin Baylor playing the 62 or 61-62 season nope. as an Army reservist. This is... And, and guess what? That team, he couldn't practice. Chemistry means something. The Lakers didn't win the championship in 62. No. Nope. Will, the, will the Nets win it? They have the pieces. They have Ken Wayne Durant. They have James Edward Harden Jr. They have guys who are MVPs in this league. Do we have enough on the bench? One of my surprises on this team, I don't want to say he's the pr- surprise. Cam Thomas is a bucket from LSU. Is a bucket, a cheaper option than Spencer Dinwiddie. It might be insurance for Kyrie Andrew Irving. These Australian dudes are giving me the worst. Sean Marks, 
Ben Simmons. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, because people don't realize he was born in Australia. His dad was playing professional basketball over there. Yeah. What's up with these Aussies, Dan? Oh, man. They, they, <laughs> they're causing too much problems. But and, and this is why, if you guys checked out the Southeast Division uh, preview. Oh, they did. They did. I, they did. Uh, and if you haven't, you should. Right. I had the Miami Heat making it to the NBA Finals, which I know is going to cause a little, like, what are you talking about, dude? But it's this situation. Stability Kyrie, matters. How, do the Nets really have a big three? Can we officially say that the Nets have a big three? Have they played more than 15 games together? Have have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant played at least 10 consecutive games together? No. On 2K and on paper, probably. Probably. They have individual records for when KD plays with Kyrie, when mm. KD plays with James, when Kyrie plays with, you and know. These are stats in the first place. It, it only strengthens your point. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous when you have three stars and you have literally stats to say, this is your record when you play with one star. This is your record when you play with two. So they haven't actually had a team. So that's going to carry that storylines carrying on into this season, which is why I feel the Heat could have a chance at 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 dethroning and, and leaves Kevin Durant in a situation where I came here for you. Well, let's be clear. There's, it's not even about Kevin Durant. If he greenlights the trade and Kyrie retires, that's part of the reason why James Harden did not sign the extension that he's eligible for this year. Pay attention. He's like, I'm not about this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I love Kyrie. I want to play with him. Yeah. But, I mean, I got to make some decisions. That's why he didn't sign it. So people are not paying attention to all these things. They matter. And the heat ends up happening where Durant has to choose between his former teammate in Oklahoma City and the guy who recruited him to come to Brooklyn with him when he was still in Boston, who does he choose? There you go. And as we talk about who do you choose, we already you're picking Miami to win this division. I'm going to pick Brooklyn, even even though they're going to have this turmoil. But the Miami, real winner, Miami to win the conference, but I do have the Nets as the winner of the division. Oh, wow. Okay. I still have the Nets as the winner of the division, but maybe not the conference, depending on this vaccine bit. Well, yeah. the winners here today are all the people who chose to listen to the news, views, and truths that you choose on the NBA and beyond as we wrap up the Atlantic Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference preview on the open run. So for my man, Ryan Antonio Henry, the vested representative of the BTH crew below the hardwood, The Press Network, we are press.net. I am Will Strickland of The Open Run with Will Strickland. Rich kid, you know how we do. Until next time, easy.